Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. From WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. The countdown is on for Super Tuesday in North Carolina's primary election. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Julian Grace. Well, the candidates vying for the Republican Party's nomination spent their time trying to win over North Carolina voters today. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley came to a Raleigh brewery. And former President Donald Trump talked to supporters at the Greensboro Coliseum. That's where WRL Shelly Jackson was today. She's part of our team coverage from the campaign trail. And Shelly is live in Greensboro, where former President Trump wrapped up his speech about two and a half hours ago. Shelly, what are some takeaways from today's event? Julian, just two hours ago, like you mentioned, this was packed. The Greensboro Coliseum, unofficial number, about 5,000 people. 5,000 people here to see the former president. He spoke for about 90 minutes. During that time, he only referenced his Republican opponent, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, once by name, instead focusing most of his energy on President Joe Biden. He also spent most of the time and energy going after the border and immigration. Right here, and all that came, and then now they're wrapping around the front of the swarm building. The crowds came out early in Greensboro, waiting for their chance to see former President Donald Trump. We're out here to show our tremendous Trump support. I'm a Trump fan, and I've got his pictures all over my wall in my bedroom. <laughs> President Trump focusing his speech on immigration and crime. It's a new category, migrant crime. We call it Biden migrant crime. Trump asserting that immigrants were behind violent crime in the U.S. That's despite a Department of Justice study showing undocumented immigrants committing fewer crimes than native-born citizens. The former president also referencing his legal issues. I'm being indicted for you. I am. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Trump talked about Michael Watley, chairman of the NCGOP. The former president is backing him to be the next head of the Republican National Committee, and he endorsed Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson for governor. You are outstanding, and you're going to be the next governor, so that's going to be very cool. Trump didn't spend as much time on the economy, but he went after Biden's energy policies, even though the United States is currently producing more oil than any other nation in history, according to the S&P. We're going to start drill, 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 drill. The loudest applause of the rally came when Trump addressed cultural issues. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual. And he says his campaign is just starting. We're a freight train, and we're going, and we're not stopping. And North Carolina is one of 15 states heading to the polls next week for Super Tuesday. Julian? North Carolina is definitely in the discussion. WRL Shelly Jackson live in Greensboro tonight. Thank you, Shelly. 
Meanwhile, here in the triangle, the former president's last Republican rival standing held her own rally. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley spoke to an overflow crowd of hundreds of supporters at Union Station this afternoon. WRL Capitol Bureau Chief Laura Leslie reports the energy level there was extremely high. Speaking to a crowd of hundreds of enthusiastic supporters today here in Raleigh, Nikki Haley had sharp criticism for Democrats and Republicans as she campaigned on a message of returning to normalcy. This was former Ambassador Nikki Haley's first visit to Raleigh this campaign, and Ann Allen and her daughter Julia were excited to see her in person. I don't think we have the best choices with the two front runners, and I think Nikki is an answer for me. I just really love seeing a woman in politics. It's amazing, and I'm really hopeful that she gets the nomination. So is Cecily Christian. She voted for Biden in 2020, but says Haley has her full support now. I think she's less divisive. Um, I think she's someone a lot of people can stand behind on, on both sides of the aisle. Haley spoke for 30 minutes on topics from the economy to immigration to the deficit. She pledged to balance the federal budget and cut taxes on the middle class. She criticized both Biden and Trump on foreign policy. And now you hear from from Trump and from now the Republicans following suit, that you have to choose between Ukraine and Israel and the border. They are flat out lying to you. But her sharpest attack was on Trump's support for Russian President Vladimir Putin. Trump is going to side with a madman over our allies who stood with us after 9-11. Haley said she's running to bring normalcy and stability back to politics. She said Americans are tired of drama and global instability and gridlock. There's a lot of us that want normal again. But we have to go and do something about it. Haley remains far behind Trump in the polls, but she said she has no plans to get out of the race. We're running through the tape. That's what's happening. To, I mean, this is anywhere and everywhere. We leave here, we're headed to Boston, then we're headed to Vermont, and we're headed to Maine. We're going to keep going, and we're going to keep pushing. Our early voting is over for this election, but you can still vote in the primary Tuesday, March 5th. Laura Leslie, WRAL News, Raleigh. North Carolina's early in-person voting period ended this afternoon. Through Friday, almost 8% of registered voters in North Carolina had already cast ballots. Now, if you did not vote early, polls will be open from 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday. We have two major developments today in the Israel-Hamas war. Listen to this. The U.S. made its first humanitarian airdrop into Gaza. Aid groups have criticized the U.S. efforts as ineffective. Israel continues to obstruct the bulk of the aid deliveries. Also, a U.S. official says Israel has basically accepted a six-week, six-ceasefire proposal. However, Hamas has not yet agreed to specific terms around the release of hostages. More talks are planned in Cairo as negotiators try to reach an agreement by Ramadan, which starts in just over a week. Massive crowds of people around the world are participating in a day of action for Palestinian people. That includes a large group in Raleigh, which just wrapped up a rally and a march. WRL's Carly Haynes is live in Moore Square, where it took place. Carly. 
Julian, this is one of the bigger rallies that we've seen, and we've covered quite a few of them over the past few weeks and even months. They took up about half of Moore Square. So this group, they conducted about an hour-long march around downtown Raleigh. Several vehicles also followed along that route. Police temporarily blocked traffic so people could safely walk. And these protesters, they're continuing to call for a ceasefire in Gaza so humanitarian aid can get through. We got people who came in even from out of town to participate in this rally, including one woman from D.C. We asked for her reaction to the U.S. recently airdropping humanitarian aid into Gaza. You can't really stay quiet. If you're human, you can't stay quiet about this. It's just so funny to me, to be honest. Like, what is that going to do? Is it going to bring 30,000 people back? Is it going to give people's families back? It's, it's really not going to do anything. And protesters are also promoting a national initiative called No Preference. They're encouraging people to select No Preference for the Democratic primary to protest President Joe Biden. They say he has not done enough to support Palestinian people. Julian. Group continues to make a statement. Carly Hayes reporting live for us in Raleigh tonight. Thank you. One UNC Pembroke student was killed and two others were injured in a shooting near campus. The school's chancellor said the shooting happened at the Commons apartment complex around 1230 this morning. Chancellor Robin Cummings says the Pembroke Police Department and the SBI are investigating. He said in a statement, I am devastated that such violence has touched our campus and send my sympathy and condolences to the family of the victim and of those who were injured. None of the victims have been identified at this time and no arrests have been made. This is UNC Pembroke's second deadly shooting in a month. A former student was shot at an on-campus apartment complex on February 7th and later died. A 19-year-old has died in Rocky Mount after police say he was accidentally shot during a car crash. Police say they responded to North Wesleyan Boulevard after a call for a car crash and with an injury. When they arrived, officers found DeCorcus Wilkins and a gun. He had a gunshot wound there. Now, Wilkins was taken to the hospital where he died from his injuries. We have asked Rocky Mount Police who fired the accidental shots and if any charges are expected in this case. We have not heard back at this time. A late night accident killed a pedestrian on I-540 near Nightdale Boulevard in Wake County. Emergency crews had to close the road for several hours before they could take the body away from the scene. It's unclear why that person was on the interstate. A man is facing several charges after stealing a car and leading deputies on a chase early this morning. The Wake County Sheriff's Office says 19-year-old Joshua Wilkins stole a Dodge Hellcat from the Berkshire Downs neighborhood. A deputy saw the car on I-540 and tried to stop it. They say the driver did not stop leading the deputy on a high-speed chase. It finally ended when Wilkins lost control of the car, spinning into an embankment. Wilkins is facing several charges, including felony speeding to elude arrest. All right, we have much more to talk about. Hundreds of people gathered at the state capitol today. And here's why the moral march was in support of progressive causes and to get people to the polls. Hear from some of those who gathered this morning about the importance of the event. Anthony. And Julian, what a nice day it turned out to be with some of the sunshine we had this afternoon. It is warm, though, for many of us. 60s and 70s, the common theme here temperature-wise. Coming up after this break, we're going to talk about our next rain chances that are in the forecast and if this warm weather continues. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. And guess who's back? Saturday Night Live will be all new tonight. Yes, it will be a great show. That's later tonight.
happening right now in the WRA Live Center. Both Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are taking to social media about their visit to North Carolina. Take a look, Nikki Haley posting these photos on X saying, what a rally, Raleigh. We had more than 1,500 people come out. Thanks for spending your Saturday with us. Now it's time to make your plan and make your choice on Tuesday. Then we have this photo posted by Donald Trump on Instagram. In this, he thanked Greensboro, and of course, he included his tagline, we're going to make America great again. Stick with us for any updates here again. That was Nikki Haley and former President Donald Trump in North Carolina today. All right, let's stick right on the political trail with just three days to go until primary day here in North Carolina. A last minute push brought thousands to the heart of downtown Raleigh. Now the goal to organize poor and low income North Carolinians and get them to the ballot box. WRL's Eric Miller has the story. Saturday, the speeches echoed through the city. Poverty is abolishable and unnecessary. Pastors, farm workers, activists, as many as 5,000 people, according to organizers, all part of the moral march on Raleigh. Today is a solemn assembly dedicated to the 800 people who will die today from poverty and low wages. This event's the work of several groups, including the Poor People's Campaign of NC. The overwhelming message, use your voice and your vote. Since we want it, we ought to use it. The event kicked off at 10 a.m., crowds grabbing signs and stepping in line, heading from Fayetteville Street to Bicentennial Plaza. The urgency of the moment felt by marchers like Karen Ziegler. I'm a retired nurse. I've seen how people in extreme poverty live right here in the triangle, and I know that it's death dealing. The event brought together campaigners for a $15 minimum wage, health care for all, workers' rights, and more. Before COVID, they were service workers. During COVID, they're essential workers. You're essential, but you're not essential enough to have a living wage or paid family leave or health care. Organizers hoping that message echoes at the ballot box on Tuesday. In Raleigh, Eric Miller, WRAL News. All right, we can't wrap things up without introducing you to this couple. Congratulations to this beautiful couple. This is Karen and Marvin. The pair got engaged in the WRL Azalea Gardens this afternoon. Now, Marvin surprised Karen with a beautiful setup of flowers, candles, pictures, and a Marry Me sign. And all of their family and friends were right there. Marvin, you are one smooth guy. I love that approach, man. That's pretty cool. What you think about that, Anthony? I'm thinking, yes, that approach is great. And thankfully, Julian, they had such nice weather. Oh, it was beautiful, oh. wasn't it? I'm glad that that kind of turned out. We had the clouds this morning and then beautiful out there for them this afternoon. So congratulations to both of them. That's such an exciting chapter for them here as we head into the next however long they are engaged. Let's talk about where we sit, though, because it's beautiful out there this evening. Perfect with just a little bit of cloud cover. A really nice shot for us, our White Lake camera. I'm just going to let us soak that in for just a second. I was watching this here a second ago, and they had some of the paddle boarders out there enjoying the water. It's very calm. We have the sunset out there in the distance. Gorgeous here across most of our viewing area. We sit currently at 55 in Roxborough, 58 in South Hill. A lot of our temperatures, though, you notice mid to upper 60s. We had some 70s down to the south, and that is going to continue for us as we head through the rest of this weekend and into a large part of next week with the warmth. It'll come with off and on rain chances, which I'll talk about.
about here shortly. Tonight, though, we go low to mid 40s for most of us, even a few low 50s there, 51 in Fayetteville. We'll call it cool, but on the whole, this is really not going to be too bad for where we could be this time of the year. A couple things to talk about for us tonight. Of course, we've had the sunshine out there this evening for most of us. We could see some fog building in tonight. The clouds are really going to start to fill back in. This is a look kind of at that potential for some fog across the area, mainly from the triangle up to the north. We could see it relatively dense in some locations, even into early tomorrow, right around 7, 8 a.m. or so. Once we get going with the heating of the day, that should burn off pretty quickly. But I just want to make you aware here that that potential is certainly there. If you're out this evening, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock or so, some of that may start to kind of filter on in. The other thing we're watching, I'll start us off tomorrow morning here on Futurecast. Very limited chance, but there's a very small chance of a stray sprinkle heading through the day. We start off with a good amount of cloud cover going into the afternoon. Like today, I do think we will see some sunshine and warmer temperatures as well. Maybe again, a quick spotty shower. Most of that potentially won't even reach the ground, but I just want to make you aware so you're not caught off guard tomorrow. A lot of sunshine though to close out our Sunday after some morning cloud cloud cover and some fog. We're at 71 degrees in Raleigh around the triangle 70 in Durham 74. Hard to believe there in Fayetteville. A warm couple of days headed this way. Keep in mind temperatures tonight again. Like I said, we're going to be in the 50s. Our normal high for this time of the year into the afternoon is 59. We are well above that there on our Sunday at 71 68 on Monday 72 into Tuesday. We drop a little bit there at 65 into Thursday, but what we're watching here are a couple rain chances. The first one being into Monday, things are transitioning potentially to a little bit of a wetter trend, if you will, in the models here. It's not going to be a big system, but there is a center of low pressure that's going to sit right offshore, and that could bring us the chance of some light rainfall, mainly from the triangle to the east for our Monday. Not a washout. I do think Wednesday into the afternoon and evening, that will be our next washout. 68 on Monday, 72 there into Tuesday, and Julian, we continue temperatures there in the 60s with more rain on the way into Saturday of early next weekend. All right, thank you, Anthony. Sports is next, and Casey will be here to tell you all about it, specifically State and Carolina. She'll tell you why there was two desperate teams playing tonight and matinee meltdown at PNC Arena. How the Canes let one slip away today. All of that is next. It's officially desperation season for some teams, at least. Just one week left in the regular season. And you know what? We've been saying it for weeks that NC State is in must-win territory. Tonight versus Carolina, well, this was it. It was all or nothing. But yesterday, when our very own Pat Welter asked Hubert Davis about playing a desperate team, he cut him off. He wouldn't even let him finish. He said, hey, we're a desperate team, too. Heels in control of their own destiny at the top of the ACC. They were looking for that regular season ACC crown. Let's get you out to the Dean Smith Center, where... Carolina has won 18 of NC State's last 20 visits. This one, though, back and forth early. Elliott Cadeau dumps it off. Harrison Ingram, two-handed flush. He had 13 first-half points. But State's DJ Horn, he's having himself a half, pulling up for the deep three to give State a two-point lead. He had 16 first-half points. Freshman, though, Elliott Cadeau near perfect from the floor tonight. What a stroke. Twinkle some twine. That puts Carolina back on top. But the pack... 
would finish the half on a 14-1 run sparked by this Jaden Taylor triple. Stayed up 45-37 at the half. Carolina came out, made their adjustments out of the break, and that would ice the pack. State shot 6% at one point in the second half. Carolina gets it done 79-70. We'll have second half highlights plus a full recap from the Dean Dome. We've got reaction from both sides. All of that coming up tonight at 10 and 11. Well, number 10, Duke hosting Virginia tonight. Both teams have clinched the double bye in the ACC tourney. Now they're playing for final seeding purposes. This one just underway. Blue Devils on top 21-9. Well, it was a matinee at PNC Arena. It was Kids Day, but it was also an internationally televised game for Hockey Day in Finland. Thanks to these two, Sebastian Ajo and Tevo Teravainen have played 576 games together. That's the most by Finnish-born teammates in NHL history. Let's get you out to PNC Arena. Kane's taking on Winnipeg Jets, who sit second in the Central. We were scoreless midway through the second period. Marty Natchez, a two-on-one rush. He rips the wrister. That's his 19th of the season. That was one nothing. Canes. Then late in the period, Sebastian Ajo with the speed. Watch that individual effort. Tavo Terra Vinen with the finish connection. The Suwami duo make it two nothing. And then moments later, Canes on the power play. What a feed from Andre Svechnikov right to the tape of Ajo. Svech passes the three hundred point mark in his NHL career. Canes take a three goal lead into the period. But that's where things unravel. Give me fuel, give me fire, give us back, Nino Niederreiter. Former Kane makes it 3-2. Then late in the third, tied at three, Piotr Kochetkov goes for the poke check. But that ends up on the stick of Sean Monahan, who scores on the empty net. Five unanswered from Winnipeg. Tough period for PK. 5-3 the final. Give me Rod Brindamore on line one. Yeah, it's a tough night, let's, let's be honest. Man, he's been so good. And we love his aggressiveness because it does, you know, that's part of his routine. But, you know, that maybe. It was not the time to do that, but, you know, we still, why are we giving that little rush chance? Because we are kind of made a mistake in the ozone on jumping down. We shouldn't do that. So there was every goal, there was, like, a reason for it. And, you know, like I said, you play a good team, they're going to make you pay. Now, Julian, they're going to have to sit on that one for a while because right. the Canes don't play again until Thursday when they host yeah. Montreal. So there's going to be some, some practice days in there to kind of get things right as we head down the stretch. We also got the trade deadline coming up this Friday, March 8th. We'll see if the Canes make a move here down the stretch. And as Coach says, you play a good team, they will make you play. Absolutely. Thanks, Casey. And thank you for joining us tonight. Have a good night. We'll see you later. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.